and welcome back to the We Are the Queen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and with me is my cousin, April. Sup? I don't know what we're doing. It's like you're in stereo. It's pretty great. I just had to mute you on my computer, so I'm just like, I don't know. Well, we wanted to just, we're just going to do kind of an ad lib episode today and reintroduce people to us and the podcast. Um, We're cousins, which is exciting. (laughs) And um, so we've known each other. Well, okay. Technically, April, you lived for two years before I was born. I am your elder. But that means that you've known me for my entire life, which is pretty fantastic. (laughs) It is fantastic. And it's, we were just talking about like friendships and how many friendships we've had over the years and how like you and maybe a few other people have been my constant throughout my entire life. And it's just, it's horrifying and weird and strange and yet somehow I love it. There we go. I hit mute on like my big microphone. <laughs> I don't know if that helps, but <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Oh, this is a train wreck of an episode. It's pretty great. <laughs> the train wreck of an episode. So what should we reminisce about today, Sarah? Like I went live to talk about the Dave Chappelle thing. I don't know if my thoughts got away or presented themselves quite right, but what should we reminisce about today? I mean, Halloween is coming up. Halloween is an interesting thing for me because I love my parents so much. Hi, Mom and Dad, if you're watching this. Um, but we didn't celebrate Halloween growing up. And by we, I mean, like, me and my siblings and my immediate family. Um, but I had an interesting look at like other people who celebrated Halloween <laughs> like you being one of them um grandma actually used to give us like a bag of candy every Halloween because she felt bad that we didn't trick-or-treat bless her heart like I was wondering if she did that yeah I love grandma so much yeah and um but I have a really great memory of Halloween um, later in life. When we were in college, I was really excited because you moved into an apartment and you're like, I think we're going to get trick-or-treaters and we should like do Halloween together. And unfortunately, it was with an ex-boyfriend, so he sucks. But <laughs> But we dressed up as like hippies because like we both had like stuff for like you know I think I had oh I had jewelry from something that I had to dress up for at Hallmark when I worked at Hallmark and like I had like a tie-dye shirt or something and so Mm -hmm. we dressed up and sat at your house and like ate pizza and candy and then there were only like three kids that showed up at your apartment door but it was the best It made me so sad because, like, it was a huge, like, apartment complex. And I was so sure, like, surely we will have, like, 
30 children. So many families live in this area. No, no, three. I'm wondering if they, like, went to the rich neighborhood across the street so that they could get the full-size candy bar. I mean, why would you not? <laughs> I know, right? It's, oh, yeah. Halloween was always an interesting one for me, too. Like, what I miss about Halloween is how my mom would actually home-make my costumes. One year, I was Dodger from Oliver and Company. Yeah. My mom was baller. She's a baller sewer. But anyway. <laughs> that was my favorite costume. I was like, this is the best. God, the mute on my, oh, no. on my microphone is tricky, apparently. Anyway. Um, oh, no. That's awesome. I worked for three years at... Um, at a nonprofit organization that served children. And so Halloween was a big deal there. And so we would dress up, like all of the staff members would dress up every year. Um, it was like a big thing. And we had a Halloween party for the staff. And then like the kids at the daycare part of it, like we would make sure that they got to trick or treat. So they would go trick or treating to like all the offices and stuff. And then um, my social services job the last four years, we were just, we went all out for every holiday anyways. And so Halloween was like a big one because they let us dress up on Halloween too. And we got to do like a potluck where we had like a costume contest and like everyone, like there's so much food, like people bring food. We would um, have like any of the staff members that had like kids or grandkids, nieces, nephews, whatever, like kids in their life. They got to bring the kids from three to five and trick or treat at everybody's desk. Like it was amazing um and then in 2019 we were like so we decorated our cubicles every year for christmas and we had like this whole big contest at christmas time like for the best decorated cubicle or whatever well in 2019 we were like well why don't we do that for halloween duh like we could decorate for other holidays so that year we like oh my gosh like case management we had this like entire so we i worked in the basement of a building <laughs> basement haha um <laughs> but we decorated that entire basement with halloween stuff so it was covered in those like fake cobwebs like we put cobwebs on the ceiling tiles like it was everywhere and like little spider like little plastic spiders like we just like went crazy with the halloween decorations i don't remember if we won but we definitely had fun decorating and like the kids loved it because like you walk down the stairs and there's like you know the spider. we didn't go for like scary scary we just went for like you know like kid version halloween you know and mm -hmm. um yeah no jack the ripper no <laughs> also that would be really scary to show up to work every day and have that but um oh, no. but i we would like for months after that after after we took all the cobwebs down we'd find like random little pieces of like cobwebs stuck to our cubicles and then the pandemic happened and we had to work from home so then we were like we didn't get to decorate anymore I'm just hoping we have a Halloween this year because um, 
when, uh, so in Canada, uh, Thanksgiving is like the second Monday of the month of October. Um, and so we had Thanksgiving and then cases skyrocketed again. And so then the province decided it's probably not safe to do Halloween. Of course, the poor kids, but... So this year, I think Halloween is a go. So we've made, I'll take pictures of it and share it on our Instagram. But Zachary made his own like body made out of uh, plastic pop bottles and plastic containers in the shape of a person, wrapped it in a trash bag, has uh, a little... Oh, what's it called? Uh, it's when you're tightening down stuff inside a truck. Oh, like the tie-down straps? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. With the, yeah. So, uh-huh. <laughs> and now I'm, like, gaining more ideas. Because essentially what I want to do is, like, buy a thing of pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks, carve a pumpkin that's throwing up a pumpkin spice latte Starbucks cup. And then have a sign next to the pie that says, Here, ladies, Lady Starbuck. <laughs> she died of pumpkin spice latte poisoning. <laughs> no. I need to tell my husband this husband. <laughs> that sounds like such a fun idea. Oh my gosh. There's so many different things you can do with that, but... Ugh, yeah. I was thinking, okay, other childhood memories. I'm trying to think of what have we not said on the podcast. (laughs) I mean, Christmas tree night, but... I know it's not Christmas uh, yet. Could we? It's not Christmas yet, you guys. So we'll have to talk about it later. Maybe we save that story for now. Um, But... I think main thing is like feel I feel so thankful to have been raised in such like raised in the same area as like all my cousins. Like we have so many and like this is why it's so hard to think of like one memory because like we have so many memories <laughs> um of spending time together and growing up with each other and um I'm so fortunate that we have that and we built that strong relationship way back when because like we were kids and we had each other's backs you know and and like here we are as adults and like our parents kind of get get a kick out of the fact that we're still really good friends and like really close I'm like well that's what happens like when you make us hang out like when when I tell people in our family that, yeah, we talk every day, like, I don't know if they're freaked out or happy or genuinely concerned or, <laughs> like, how how do you guys do it? We don't run out of things to talk about. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I We're just, we're really good friends. <laughs> We literally just talk about our day. Like, 
I don't know, you have to have that one person in your life who you can just be like, this just happened. And like, yeah, I don't know. We just, we message each other all the time and it's pretty great. Also, I get to showcase on my live that I'm wearing my friend's tank top. It says Central Park. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so what, what other things do we talk about on our podcast, Sarah? Well, we talk about a lot of mental health topics. So um, we're both in grad school. We're going to become counselors. And so we're really passionate about um, everything (laughs) related to mental health. We actually just finished recording an episode about anxiety. So that will go up. And what we're recording right now on our live will go up. In probably two weeks. Unless we decide to swap them. No, probably two weeks. We'll probably do anxiety this week. And then this one as our filler (laughs) in a couple weeks. (laughs) The the one where everything goes off the rails. This one might require more editing. (laughs) That's fine. I'm pretty sure I'll have time. So even... So what's nice about the class that I'm currently taking is it's more virtual Zoom, online learning, getting to know the peers, practicing active listening skills. And it hasn't been as intensive so far this quarter. So I'm just like, thank you. Especially after the summer. If you're new here, I was working 50 hours a week. That doesn't include grad school. So you're a bit make that what you will. A bit busy. Yeah. So, Just a bit. No, oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, so we usually pick a topic that's either directly related to mental health or even sometimes loosely related to mental health and we try to draw it in to mental health somehow. Um, we've been doing podcasting since a, since May. When did we start? I think end of May. So we've been putting out quite a bit of content since May. Um, you know, we took a little bit of a break during the summer when April when April was really busy and I was really busy. Um, so definitely go check out. You can listen to our podcast anywhere where you enjoy listening to your podcasts. So um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those great places. So you can go check out our older episodes while you wait for new episodes (laughs) and you can send us ideas this is the biggest reason why we're going live is because we want your ideas for topics so if there's something that you're um, wanting to know what our opinions are what our experiences are with different things um yeah pass them our way if you want to send us random questions we would love to do another random q a podcast episode that would be super fun see i think uh one other idea that we have for our podcast is like we both love film and television and one episode that we did recently was uh kind of a film review of joker starring joaquin phoenix our guest at unpaid emotional labor she was fantastic 
gave us a lot of insight. We talked about the mental health background of this movie, um, society as a whole. It was a great episode. And I think the next film review we want to do is we're going to take a different direction and focus on something a little more happy. (laughs) And we're going to talk about Inside Out. Um, So I need to get my hands on that movie, sir, because I don't own it yet, even though it's one of my favorites. It's got to be somewhere, like, streamable, I would think. Or one of your friends, I'm sure, has it. I'm sure. I haven't I'll watched. have to ask around. I haven't watched it in so long. I'm actually really excited to rewatch it. And and I know, I know, I know. It came out years ago. Why aren't we doing a more rel- more recent movie? Because we don't want to. <laughs> Plus, Sarah still needs to watch Squid Game. So, Ugh. okay. In this age of streaming. And like Netflix and Disney Plus and Peacock and Hulu, like there's too much, <laughs> folks. It's too much. It's hard to keep up on everything. And like there's always going to be something that I haven't seen yet that I need to watch. And we're just going to have to be okay with the fact that I'm probably not going to watch it right away because. Th- that's life. <laughs> that's life. <laughs> I was thinking, so speaking of reminiscing, I was thinking recently about how we grew, and we've talked a little bit about like the shows that we watched growing up. Oh, also another great episode that we recorded is about TV shows, specifically our comfort binge worthy TV shows. Um, but when we were kids, we watched stuff at like grandma and grandpa's house and we watched like really old stuff that kids our age usually didn't watch. And it's very hard to explain our love of Laurel and Hardy movies (laughs) to people. Yes. And I love Lucy. Yes. And Lone Ranger. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Lone Ranger. Pink Panther. <laughs> Pink Panther, yes. Original Pink Panther. Yes, original. Not. I love you, Steve Martin. If you're watching this, I highly doubt it. We love you, Steve Martin. No. No. Why Panther. remake old stuff? Like, just make new stuff. I like new. I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm getting off topic, but this is. This is an ad lib episode, so I'm just going to go with it. Why do people feel the need to remake old stuff? And why don't I like that usually? Like, I can't even, I'm trying to think if there's like a remake of something that I actually enjoyed. And I'm having a really hard time with it because like, I understand like remaking it from like a, a, a modern perspective or because technology is better, but like, That's part of the charm of the old movies, right? Like, is because they didn't have CG and they had to get creative with their props and whatever. But, like, why? Why? 
The only example that I can think of right now is A Star is Born with Lady Gaga because oh, okay. I love Lady Gaga. That's but true. again, that's the only example that I can think of. But I'm like, they remade the Pink Panther. Why? Okay, another question for you. Why are there so many Spider-Man movies? No one can answer that. Not with an answer that will satisfy me. <laughs> if you're a Marvel fan, I appreciate that about you. But there are now so many Marvel movies. I'm not going to have time to catch up but I will rewatch The Office again seven times over <laughs> and just I don't I don't I don't get no. it I, I don't get it I genuinely don't understand like okay I remember when the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans came out and yes I said Spider-Mans um, <laughs> Spider-Mans I enjoyed watching especially the first two the third one got kind of weird um, and then they kept making, and then a different Spider-Man. I'm like, this is not Tobey Maguire. This is, I don't even, I don't remember who the next one was. And then Andrew Garfield. Oh, Andrew Garfield. And then I'm like, okay, so I didn't even see those ones. Cause I'm like, I don't understand why they had to like rehash. Again, I have a very limited knowledge of Marvel, Marvel, <laughs> Marvel, um, <clears throat> And then there's Spider-Man Homecoming, which we actually, we own that one. And that one's actually really kind of a cool movie. But then that's when it, like, starts crossing over into, like, Avengers stuff. And I'm like, why is Tony Stark here? Like, I saw the first Iron Man, maybe the second one. I don't remember. And so I'm like, I'm just really confused. (laughs) Again, this comes back to there is so much out there. There's so many movies. There's so many shows. How do people have time to keep up with all of this? Like, I've been busy just with Star Wars. Like, now you're telling me that I have to watch all the Avengers movies and there's, there's like a bajillion of those and then there's Marvel crossovers and I'm just like... Oh. Here's the thing. When the first Avengers movie came out in 2013, 2014 maybe people hyped it up so much and when I finally had the chance to watch it I fell asleep <laughs> yes <laughs> and I know I'm going to get internet hate for that like how could you how could you fall asleep yeah well <laughs> you're exhausted all the time like I am <laughs> you will fall asleep and I, the dialogue to me was just like it. I know it was written by Josh Whedon. It was very Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of dialogue because it's by the same person. But regardless, I was just like, this dialogue feels outdated and it's really not that funny, even though people said, oh, it's hilarious. I'm like, are you sh- okay? Our, our, I appreciate that. My question for you. Are our standards too high? (laughs) Again, I'll probably get flack for that too, but... (gasps) How dare I besmirch the name of Marvel? Um, And again, 
I would love to read the comics. Like I have nothing against the comics or anything like that. And I think that a lot of people have great nostalgia, but why are there so many movies? How much more is there to tell? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and like they finally figured out what makes money. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, because like. But however, the only exception I made was uh, Black Panther, R.I.P. Bozeman, R.I.P. But other than that, I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> it's mind blowing. You know. You know what I blame? Breaking Bad. Because that was phenomenal television when it aired. Ooh, yeah, that kind of ruined us for a lot of mediocre television after that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like... I'm just letting you know, my phone is dying. Oh, no. So <laughs> well, we can end this live and keep going we with the can, episode. Uh, maybe this is just a really good little teaser. We recorded about 25 minutes live, so I will end the live. And then you'll have to just wait for the rest of the conversation and listen to our podcast. We are the Queen podcast. Anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. Peace. Peace out live. Uh-oh. I gotta figure out how to end the live. Hi, everybody. There we go. <laughs> oh, where did my... Okay, do, am I still... Yep, you're still here. Still here. Okay, still recording on Audacity, so that's good. I'm going to share our live... There we go. I will add it later. Okay. <laughs> I do love how we just uh, went on a Marvel uh, movie tangent, and that was glorious. Because I have been glorious. wanting to say that for so long. <laughs> That's one of the things where I'm so passionately, like, confused about, if that even makes sense. Like, <laughs> I have... It's on the same level for me as not understanding college sports. <laughs> Marvel is on the same level. <laughs> also, are we still recording? Yes, we are recording. Okay. We are we are recording. recording the end of our episode. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure because right. like, I didn't exit out of it. But I, didn't I was either. like, but yeah, no, like it's so funny because like now that I'm getting older. I'm just caring less and less about sports because, like, I don't really have access to watch it. Plus, like, I don't know. It, it was something about um, the whole when George Floyd was murdered mm. and then the Black Lives Matter movement kind of ramped up again right. as, as it needed to. Um, but I was just really really sickened by how much these huge organizations with big money big money and they just did not give two shits it's and then i mean my 
my feelings about sports go back a long ways, but <laughs> but especially when the whole like taking a knee during the national anthem yes. happened. I did not understand why people were so repulsed by the idea that someone would use their platform to advocate uh-huh. for equality. Like mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He took a knee. He didn't flip people off. He didn't like burn the flag. Like he didn't like do anything that was actually offensive. Why do we live in a country where apparently it's the land of the free, home of the brave, like, you know, and yet there's apparently there there's this like expectation that you will stand during the national anthem and if you don't that means you're not a good american i'm sorry i just went on a very political tangent but i felt like that needed to be said <laughs> it needed to be said and, and like, why is it any of- that a sporting event of all things is politicized right. like oh my god <laughs> And, like, I understand, like, maybe I should have learned a heck of a lot sooner that, you know, big money just does not care about these issues. But at the same time, I'm just, like, I just kind of don't care anymore. And I don't know. I have so many thoughts. And they're all racing through my head. (laughs) Listen to the anxiety episode. This is my life. Um... The only reason why the Montgomery bus line protest worked is because they didn't spend money. They walked to work mm-hmm. and back. And the almighty yeah, dollar speaks loudly. The all the almighty dollar speaks loudly, and that's the only reason why it worked is because the big money was losing their money. Mm-hmm. And so when, like, basketball teams where this whole thing is affecting them, like, on a personal level, and they decide, oh, yeah, like, maybe we should protest by not playing, go for it. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't because, again, the almighty dollar spoke out louder and it was just really frustrating because like this could have been a really big deal because like the nba would have lost so much money like if people i don't even know i don't know what else to say about it i don't i don't understand I I understand from like, you know, let's have fun and play a sport and some people like to watch people play that sport. But why is there money involved in this? Like I mean it's especially like with the college sports, like that's where I really get really really passionate about it. Like why are schools spending so much on sports and taking money that could be used to beef up their academics, mm-hmm. to remodel their 
buildings that they use, their classrooms that they use for classes. And nope, they're going to remodel the football field and they're going to pay their football coach millions of dollars. Billions of dollars. uh, When that happened, and I know what university you're talking about. When that happened, I was like, they're losing almost every single game and you're giving this man two million dollars this season really this is a joke right pay that to the professors we love you teachers and professors (laughs) pay that to the people working at the library pay that to the people in the you know administration administrative office that have to do the like student registration and like and customer service aspects of it too when i pay you money to go to your school granted i didn't go to the 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 college in question here but (laughs) (laughs) they also had a very fancy football field um and by fancy, I don't think it was actually really that fancy. It's just the field was a different color than green because we're that cool. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> we're going to make it the color of our school colors. Um, and then they won't be able to see our players <laughs> coming down the field. <laughs> <laughs> but I, when I paid tuition, I'm like, this better be going into literally, I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Better be going towards their education budget, whatever that looks, you know, their curriculum, their professors. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Anyway, that was my rant on Marvel and on college sports. Wow. We're going to get so many letters over So this. many letters. <laughs> so many, so many letters. Oh my god, so many letters. Put that money into your music program, please. Your arts, your Englishes, your social services, your social studies, your... Yeah. You know? I remember Sarah. I remember one time at the... I can't remember if I named the ice cream store. Oh, yes. <laughs> that I worked yes. at. Did yeah. I? Did oh, I, I think you alluded, alluded to it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just, I'll say it again, just in case. When I worked at Baskin-Robin for a total of three years, maybe four, I don't remember anymore. Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I am six foot, even. The amount of times people ask me, oh my god, do you play basketball? No, I don't. I love singing, though, in choir. And, like, the look of disappointment on their faces every time I said, no, I don't, I don't do sports. And I, and in my brain, I'm just like, you don't give a shit about the WNBA. Because they would make more money if you did. You so know, why are you pretending to be disappointed that I don't meet your expectations of what tall women should do? It's really interesting. And I'd be, this is me just uh, not exploring the any other area, really. 
I really need to travel more. The pandemic needs to end so I can go other places and see what other cities are like. But in the... Yeah, like Canada. <laughs> I know, right? The city, <laughs> April, where we grew up in... And I feel like I'm just now recognizing it as an adult, but, like, there are a lot of sports fans here. Like, people get really into sports here. And, like, all sorts of sports. Like, the professional, NFL, you know, whatever. And then they get really into college because we have several colleges in our area. So, like, people get really excited about, you know when different colleges are playing and all that and they get tickets to go to the game and like they watch it on TV and like all this stuff. (sighs) How many of those people actually went to those schools? None. (laughs) I mean, some. (laughs) A small percentage, but. but, There are people that I know that watch sports who have either a degree from somewhere else or no college degree, which is fine. Like, I have no no hate on people who don't have college education. You know, but uh, why? Why are you so excited about this basketball team? I don't understand. Is it because they're from here? Like, because they play, like, you know, on, like, a, a national stage? Like... Why are we so excited about college students playing basketball? I just want to know. I don't, I don't know. On, like, on one hand, like, I was so excited when this particular basketball, college basketball team made it for, to the finals again. But, of course, I started to pay attention and then they lost. Aww. And I'm just like, well... This is another reason why I shouldn't pay attention to sports anymore. It's because they lose. Whoever I like, they lose. Or maybe I just have thing a thing for the underdogs. I don't oh, know. that's possible. Debbie. <laughs> you just are and like, for come them. on, you can do it. You can do it. Like, I'm so positive. I believe in you. Yes. You know me so well. <laughs> I will say. Okay, so... I know I've thoroughly bashed sports, and so we're probably losing all five people that listen to this podcast today. (laughs) So I will try to redeem myself. I will say that I had some of the best times going to high school football and basketball games. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily because of the sport. Partially. It was entertaining watching people that I went to classes with (laughs) play sports. Um... (laughs) But also, the camaraderie of being in a pep band is like nothing else. Like, we got so excited and into it. And like, I mean, half the time we weren't even paying attention to the game. But like, (laughs) there's just like an energy that, I mean, and we were a small band, so there's that. But like... There was just something so fun about going to basketball games and eating junk, f- going to the, going to the convenience store, buying junk food, buying Mountain Dew. Oh my, my poor body went through way too much in those like couple of years. But <laughs> you're, you're you're acting like you were on hard drugs on Mountain Dew, it was the Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew and candy and sour cream and onion chips, like. <laughs> Oh, I know I can taste them in my mouth. It's 
that reminds me of like band trips and just I really miss those days of just being crammed into a, <laughs> one of those luxurious buses yes. and going across the state and buying a ton of junk food and that one time where Arby's actually tasted pretty good, <laughs> you know. And <sighs> being yelled at by the band director because we're goofing off instead of paying attention. <laughs> okay, you you did you have a pet band at your high school or were you just oh, in? Yeah. Okay, were you in pet band or were you just in like marching and concert? Because you uh, actually had, like, separate bands because you went to a fancy, big-ass high school. <laughs> I know. But trust me when I say we still fought for every penny that came our way because, no, we have to put it towards the basketball and the football team. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so, like, during football season, that's when we did, like, our pep band work. And, mm-hmm. like, during the big assemblies, yeah, they had a pep band if it required it of them um and then we had a concert band and um we didn't really we tried marching because like my high school was really competitive when it came to like the marching band stuff but when I entered freshman like we tried it and it didn't work out Mm. for some reason like with schedules between the older high school students and whatnot i don't remember but we still like went to various competitions for like um a drum line and um like i was on the vibraphone and the xylophone and i had a lot of fun with that i was also in various jazz bands that was also a good time and yeah so that's i felt like pep band was just like and again went to a super small high school so my band experience was slightly different because we were everything we did if you were in band you did the marching you did the concerts and you did the pep band and mm-hmm. like i know oh, i wish i remember how many people were in it the first year i was in band because that was like the biggest the band ever was when during my time in high school because unfortunately so sad unfortunately the band director that had been there for like 20 plus years retired how dare he first of all um and because of that like the saddest thing like people took it personally because like when you're in high school and you're a teenager and a teacher leaves you're like this is the end of the world we will never be the same ever again and so it took a couple years after he retired to kind of like get it back you know in in a good good position where they were performing well and they had more people like you know more people you know as as those of us who were disgruntled <laughs> graduated and left high school <laughs> then the younger people kind of came up and like took over and uh made it good again but um you know, my sophomore year was really fun because there were quite a few people in the band. And by quite a few, I mean like 15. I don't know. I'm trying to like picture the band class in my head. Um, But yeah, so football was fun. It would be cold usually. So, and it was towards the beginning of the school year. So we were a bit rusty, (laughs) 
I feel like in the football games, by the time basketball rolled around though, we were like in the zone and we would go to all the home basketball games. We had this like giant, I had this huge binder of music. I don't think I still have it, unfortunately. It'd be amazing to have it. But our band director had this like set list that he used year after year and it had tons of old music in it. Like we had the Beatles, we had like, oh God, I can't even think of all the songs that we had, but we would play them like during halftime and all that. And, um, and then we had like all of these like little short songs that we'd play during like timeouts and stuff. Super fun. And he always gave us third quarter off. So we got to go hang out and go get food and all that and go have fun. But then we had to be back by fourth quarter. And uh, that's where the yelling came in sometimes when we were late to fourth you quarter. Guys, you missed you that timeout. And we're like, oops, we weren't watching the game. <laughs> we just wanted food. Yeah. Um, but that's where I formed like some of my closest friends. I still have one of my... You know who you are. If you're listening to this, I don't know who you are, but... <laughs> he should. He should. Join our list of loyal Loyal. Um, but he's the one who convinced me to join band. If I hadn't joined band, I wouldn't have met my husband. So it was a fun, fun time. And we always made fun of the cheerleaders. So sorry. <laughs> <sighs> But it's there right. just is a natural rivalry b- between <laughs> band members <laughs> and cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. There's something about it. It's just so I don't fun. Know. It just well, so it, fun. it doesn't help when the media feeds us, you know, all these stereotypes about cheerleaders and stuff and band geeks. Yeah, we, Jocks. we totally were band nerds. We owned it. Yep. We really did. That was when my, like, kind of soft goth period was. Soft goth. I, yeah, I feel like I wasn't, like, fully goth because, you know. You were emo. I was a little bit emo, though. Like, I, I got on, on board a little bit, and it was fun. <laughs> I don't know what I was. Like, I was a band geek. I was the only percussionist who didn't do drugs. Or maybe Bravo. one of the few. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But at the time, people are like, oh, April's so stuck up. I know. I know. I, I always got the, like, the goody two-shoes or, like, Sarah's so good. And I'm, I, like, so badly wanted to rebel, but, like, was too scared. The anxiety. The anxiety. <laughs> too scared. Literally, to my rebellion was drinking the Mountain Dew. <gasps> And eating the junk food and wearing the fingerless gloves and (gasps) I know. Gasp. The horror. What will your children think of this? (laughs) The horror of it all. (sighs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) I think that wraps up our Adlib episode. But yes, we'll be back next week. I'm not sure what the exact plan is, but we do have some special ideas coming up soon. So That we do. That we do. And shout out to Unpaid Emotional Labor. She just came out with her podcast this month. Yes. We love you, Sophie. Good job. Good job. And I 
I'm gonna like sneak peek, but one of my classmates is starting a podcast. So once I know the name of it, and once she starts it, I'm going to share that with everybody as well, because she's fantastic, and I'm excited for her. Yes, I agree. It'll be wonderful and amazing. All right, have a good week, all. Goodbye.